Hi, Chip. You stubborn yet? I do have a little bit of stubbornness. Oh. But I'm trying to get over it. Hey, that's cool, man. Okay. Hey, this is a new day. This is day 19, Eric. Yeah, it is We're going to keep reading. Pretty exciting. You know what I thought of yesterday? I don't. Well, never mind then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talked about the fertility thing in the frogs. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely, right? It was been so long ago. Sure. Um, I think it would have been funnier if it was turtles. And that way I could have said fertile myrtle about your little turtle. Yes. Because you've got a fertile myrtle. Well, you've got a myrtle. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <Fertile. she> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about Kermit. <laughs> and the plague was half frogs and half pigs. Kermit the frog here. <laughs> okay. We're going to keep reading. I think this big you liked. We're going to keep reading. <laughs> it's such the plague. Exodus chapter 11. Yes, no, what? No. Exodus chapter 11. It's Kermit the Frog. Then the Lord said to Moses. <laughs> it's not easy being green. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe we should start over. Oh. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Chip we and Eric reading through the Bible. We can't start over. That's what makes us unique. No, no, we're not going to change. We're not going to oh. edit anything. Oh, we're just going to start again. Good, okay. I'll do it one more time. Oh. All right, everybody, welcome back to Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Two semi-ordinary, extremely ordinary pastors yes. reading through an extraordinary book to some wonderful people. Today, we are picking up in Exodus chapter 11. We're going to be reading through chapter 13, verse 16. Good idea. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will strike Pharaoh in the land of Egypt with one more blow. After that, Pharaoh will let you leave this country. In fact, he'll be so eager to get rid of you that he'll force you all to leave. Tell all the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Now the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel, and Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt, respected by Pharaoh's officials and the Egyptian people alike. Moses had announced to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord says. At midnight tonight, I will pass through the heart of Egypt. All the firstborn sons will die in every family in Egypt, from the oldest son of Pharaoh who sits on his throne to the oldest son of his lowliest servant girl who grinds the flour. Even the firstborn of all the livestock will die. Then a loud wail will rise through the land of Egypt, a wail like no one has heard before or will ever hear again. But among the Israelites, among the Israelites it will be so peaceful that not even a dog will bark. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites. All the officials of Egypt will run to me and fall to the ground before me. Please leave, they'll beg. Hurry and take all your followers with you. Only then will I go. Then, burning with anger, Moses left Pharaoh. Now the Lord had told Moses earlier, Pharaoh will not listen to you, but then I will do even more mighty miracles in the land of Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed these miracles in Pharaoh's presence, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he wouldn't let the Israelites leave the country. While the Israelites were still in the land of Egypt, the Lord gave the following instructions to Moses and Aaron. From now on, this month will be the first month of the year for you. Announce to the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each family must choose a lamb or a young goat for a sacrifice, one animal for each household. If a family is too small to eat a whole animal, let them share with another family in the neighborhood. Divide the animal according to the size of each family and how much they can eat. The animal you select must be a one-year-old male, either a sheep or a goat, with no defect. 
take special care of this and chosen animal until the evening of the 14th day of the first month. Then the whole assembly of the community of Israel must slaughter their lamb or young goat at twilight. They are to take some of the blood and smear it on the sides of the top of the door frames of the house where they eat the animal. The same night they must roast the meat over fire, eat along with the bitter salad, greens, and bread made without yeast. Do not eat any of the meat raw or boiled in water. The whole animal, including the head, legs, and internal organs, must be roasted over a fire. Do not leave any of it until the next morning. Burn whatever is not eaten before morning. These are your instructions for eating this meal. Be fully dressed. Oh. Yeah. Wear your sandals. Carry your walking stick in your hand. Eat the meal with urgency, for this is the Lord's Passover. On the night, I'll pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn son and firstborn male animal in the land of Egypt. I'll execute judgment against the gods of Egypt, for I am the Lord. But the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign, marking the houses where you're staying. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. This plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. This is a day to remember. Each year from generation to generation, you must celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. This is a law for all time. For seven days, the bread you eat must be made without yeast. On the first day of the festival, remove every trace of yeast from your homes. Anyone who eats bread made with yeast during the seven days of the festival will be cut off from the community of Israel. On the first day of the festival and again on the seventh day, all the people must observe an official day for holy assembly. No work of any kind may be done on these days except in the preparation of food. Celebrate this festival of unleavened bread, for it will remind you that I brought your forces out of the land of Egypt on this very day. This festival will be a permanent law for you. Celebrate this day from generation to generation. The bread you eat must be made without yeast from the evening of the 14th day of the first month until the evening of the 21st day of that month. During those seven days, there must be no trace of yeast in your homes. Anyone who eats anything made with yeast during this week will be cut off from the community of Israel. These regulations apply to both foreigners living among you and to native-born Israelites. During those days, you must not eat anything made with yeast. Wherever you live, eat only bread made without yeast. Gee, that'll really make this clear. Yeah. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel together and said to them, Go pick out a lamb or young goat for each of your families and slaughter the Passover animal. Drain the blood into a basin. Then take a bundle of hyssop branches and dip it into the blood. Brush the hyssop across the top and sides of the door frames of your houses, and no one may go out through the door until morning. For the Lord will pass through the land to strike down the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood on the top and sides of the door frame, the Lord will pass over your home. He will not permit his angel, his death angel, to enter your house and strike you down. Remember, these instructions are a permanent law that you and your descendants must observe forever. When you enter the land the Lord has promised to give you, you will continue to observe this ceremony. Then your children will ask, what does this ceremony mean? And you will reply, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord. For he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt. And though he struck the Egyptians, he spared our families. When Moses had finished speaking, all the people bowed down to the ground and worshipped. So the people of Israel did just as the Lord had commanded through Moses and Aaron. At that night at midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn sons in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn son of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, to the firstborn son of the prisoner in the dungeon. Even the firstborn of the livestock were killed. Pharaoh and all his officials at the time people in Egypt woke up during the night, and loud wailing was heard throughout the land of Egypt. This was not a single, there was not a single house where someone had not died. Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron during the night. Get out! He ordered, leave my people, take the rest of the Israelites with you. 
Go and worship the Lord you have requested. Take your flocks and herds, as you said, and be gone. Go, but bless me as you leave. All the Egyptians urged the people of Israel to get out of the land as quickly as possible, for they thought, we will all die. The Israelites took their bread, the bread dough before yeast was added. They wrapped their kneading boards in their cloaks and carried them on their shoulders. And the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed. They asked the Egyptians for clothing and articles of silver and gold. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites, and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. That night, the people of Israel left Ramesses and started for Succoth. There, there were about 600,000 men, plus all the women and children. A rabble of non-Israelite went with them along the great flocks and herds of livestock. For bread they baked flat cakes from dough without yeast they had brought from Egypt. It was made without yeast because the people were driven out of Egypt in such a hurry that they had no time to prepare the bread or other food. Is that it? No, no, we got a little more. Okay. The people of Israel had lived in Egypt for 430 years. In fact, it was on the last day of the 430th year that all the Lord's forces left the land. On this night, the Lord kept his promise to bring his people out of the land of Egypt. So this night belongs to him, and it must be commemorated every year by all the Israelites from generation to generation. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, These are the instructions for the festival of Passover. No outsiders are allowed to eat the Passover meal. But any slave who has purchased may eat it has been circumcised. Temporary residents and hired servants may not eat it. Each Passover lamb must be eaten in one house. Do not carry any of its meat outside and do not break any of its bones. The whole community of Israel must celebrate this Passover festival. If there are foreigners living among you who want to celebrate the Lord's Passover, let all their males be circumcised. Only then may they celebrate the Passover with you like any native-born Israelite. But no uncircumcised male may ever eat the Passover meal. This instruction applies to everyone, whether a native-born Israelite or a foreigner living among you. So all the people of Israel followed all the Lord's commands to Moses and Aaron. On that very day, the Lord brought the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt like an army. Then the Lord said to Moses, Dedicate to me every firstborn among the Israelites. The first offspring to be born of both humans and animals belongs to me. So Moses said to the people, This is a day to remember forever, the day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery. Today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. Remember, eat no food containing yeast. Wow. On this day, in early spring, in the month of Abib, you have been set free. You must celebrate this event in this month each year after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites. He swore to your ancestors that he would give you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. For seven days, the bread you eat must be made without yeast. Then on the seventh day, celebrate a feast to the Lord. Eat bread without yeast during those seven days. In fact, there must be no yeast bread or any yeast at all found within the borders of your land during this time. On the seventh day, you must explain to your children, I am celebrating what the Lord did for me when I left Egypt. This annual festival will be a visible sign to you, like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. Let it remind you always to recite this teaching of the Lord. With a strong hand, the Lord rescued you from Egypt. So observe the decree of this festival at the appointed time each year. This is what you must do when the Lord fulfills the promise he swore to you and your ancestors. When he gives you the land where the Canaanites now live, you must present all firstborn sons and firstborn male animals to the Lord, for they belong to him. A firstborn donkey may be, brought, may be bought back from the Lord by presenting a lamb or young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck. However, you must buy back every firstborn son. 
And in the future, your children will ask you, what does this all mean? Then you will tell them, with the power of his mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, the place of our slavery. Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go. So the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both people and animals. That is why I now sacrifice all the firstborn males to the Lord, except the firstborn sons are always bought back. This ceremony will be like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. It is a reminder that the power of the Lord's mighty hand brought us out of Egypt. Hmm. Okay. What does this tell us about us? What does this tell us about God? And what do we do with that information? It's very sobering. Yeah. Reading this, mm-hmm. you know, of all those you know, people dying and the sadness. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel that every time I read that. It's pretty heavy. Heavy stuff. Okay. Man. I feel like that we got to talk about the Passover. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know, and I think so. it was mentioned in there. Yeah. You know, and along with, wait, no yeast. What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't catch that. Okay. We'll read it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's um, God passed over. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, tells us about God. He passed over. He passed over homes that that applied the blood of the lamb as it was instructed to the doorpost. Mm-hmm. The angel of death went and passed over those houses that had the blood of the lamb. And, um, and those that did not, that's where the sobering reality right. of judgment comes down on Egypt and the false gods there. And, and Pharaoh and his stubbornness and all that's wrapped in there. And so it's, you know, uh, God passes over, but he passes over those houses and those lives that have applied the blood of the mm-hmm. lamb that as it has, he has instructed. Mm-hmm. And so we just fast forward that. That's a shadow of the New Testament, the shadow of Absolutely. Jesus, of yeah. what he did. And he passes pass over, pass over, I don't know. Passes over. Passes over us. Yeah. Um, uh, when we have believed in his son, Jesus, yeah. and uh, we have the blood of the lamb applied to our life because of our faith in him. Yeah, I think that it shows about God, and to break that out a little bit further, because I agree with everything you just said, obviously, to break it out a little bit further, this shows us that he is a God who does not want to just blindly wipe everything out. You know, he has a process for the judgment to come, and he's a God who makes a clear standard of how to escape that judgment you know i mean that's what the parables of jesus were all about they were all about there's a coming judgment but you don't have to go through it there is free deliverance from that judgment and that's exactly what this was you know and if egyptian people put the lamb's blood on their doors Mm -hmm. they would be safe and if israelite people didn't put lamb's blood on their doors they would not be safe it was not just about drawing a a um like a biological line between the Egyptians and the Hebrews, it was about mm-hmm. this idea of obedience to the the requirement that God has. And so I would say God makes it very clear what his standard is to be relieved of judgment, to be free from judgment. God makes it very clear what his standard is. And anyone and everyone can have access to that freedom from judgment. You know, not by smearing an animal's blood on your door, but by accepting what Jesus Christ did as the Passover lamb. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. yeah, it tells us a lot about God and a lot about us, you know, in a small little section there. I mean, yeah. it's only a few pages, and it tells yeah. us. 
And it's just, everything. And, and we and there's an application here too. Yeah. What were they told to do? They were told because of this, they were told to observe that. Yep. To remember mm-hmm. that. You know, and we have the same thing. We do. We are also told to observe and to remember that. And we can we have this teaching of the Old Testament to see it, but we also see what Jesus has done and we're told to remember it through the Lord's table. And uh, which is something he told us to do. Yeah. During Passover. Yeah. Which is just right. you yeah. know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get more real than that. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's the takeaway is that we we remember, you know, and um that's what's great about the Lord's table, and hopefully you're a part of a church that does that regularly. Mm-hmm. You can do it on your own. It's great to do it with the body of Christ uh, together, collectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. Um, but it is something that we are to do, an ordinance that we must apply to our life. Yep, absolutely. Because, so it tells us about God again, but the reason why we have to have memorials is because we're prone to forget, mm-hmm. you know? And um, if we don't keep it at the forefront of our mind, and and it's interesting because Jesus says to do it however often you do it. Yeah. You know, and this was in the month of Abib, you better do this, you know? Yeah, sure. So it's kind of, you know, again, the Old Testament is full of this external holiness, right? Like eat bread with no yeast, no yeast, no yeast, no yeast, no yeast, very external thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the New Testament is very internalized, right? you know? And so when we talk about m- memorial, we don't need this big external festival, but we do need something outside of us to help us internalize the memorial aspect of it, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, we do. Pretty interesting stuff. And you got to remember, for those of you who maybe don't know this, this was written between twelve and 1,500 years before Jesus walked the earth. Right, and yet he fulfilled all these things about the Passover yeah, lamb. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You know, it's not it, it's not like the next day Jesus was born, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, see, he's the Passover lamb." No, this is thousands yeah. of years in the making of right. history that leads up to Jesus. Yeah, you know. that gives credibility to the Word of God too. Yeah, big time, big time. So, pretty exciting stuff, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, good stuff. Good job. Way to go. Yeah, we are super proud of you. We will mm-hmm. see you this weekend at Spiritual Death Academy. I hope that you enrolled www, your favorite, dot livingalegacy.church slash upcoming events. We are going to make that available as a bonus episode every month, but mm-hmm. it'd be so much better mm-hmm. to have you there in person to be part of this community. So if it is at all possible for you to make it here to 200 West 6th Street in Newton for mm-hmm. 1130 on a Sunday, you should do it. You absolutely should do it. Yeah. Um, we're not trying to, if you're part of a different church in Newton, we're yeah. not trying to snipe you to come to our church, no. but we would love for you to be part of this small community yeah. of believers who are just loving the word of God and doing everything they can to be dedicated to it. And it's reading and this discipline. So good stuff. Yep. All are welcome. So right. please go enroll in the Spiritual Depth Academy and we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye.